0: Welcome to the Barbell Strikes Back. I'm your host, James McDermott, and I have an incredible guest today. Addison Jones is joining me on the show. Addison is a freaky strong weightlifter and a rising star in USA weightlifting. Possible you haven't heard about him yet, but after today, you're going to be searching up his Instagram channel to see some of these amazing feats of strength. And then you are going to be guaranteed to be tuning in to his sessions when you watch him lift at the big meets, should the world ever get back to normal, and we can all do that. Addison, how are you doing?
1: What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. It's so, it's so great to see you again. So great to talk to you. I know, man. It's been a minute. Last time was Memorial? Glenn's Memorial, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, last time was uh, last September, early September for for Glenn's Memorial.
1: How you right. been doing since then? I've been all right, man. Just going through life you know what I mean steady trying to train and stay healthy not get sick um just continue with my dream you know
0: yeah just taking one day at a time and, and you're still training right
1: yeah um I recently got back to training I took like maybe two months two and a half months where I couldn't the first month I couldn't snatch the second month um, I didn't do any lifts, and then that's when I started to get them both back in um It started with my shoulder injury, so after uh a o finals, we did this jerk cycle just to get my jerks better you know, and then I switched uh-huh. to power power jerking just to see how how it worked out and um i made mean, it it went great, you know what i said it went I definitely think power power jerking is better the knee that splits, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know about squat squat jerking yet. That's still, you know... I was just about fit. to
0: ask. I would love to see that. Like, I bet you could squat jerk a
1: house. I could I could squat jerk, but it just... As weights get heavier, whenever I hit that... Uh, par- when I hit parallel, it gets parallel to bottom. You know what I'm saying? Overhead, it gets wobbly. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. So... Just something to work on. Always something to work on.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, switching to the power jerks, like how far have you taken it so far?
1: Uh, I think the best I did was 92. uh, And then I doubled 85. And that that was really no need to go high or do anything else. Because shortly after, that's when I started having the shoulder pain. Yeah, you know so you were um, just
0: dipping your toe in, and then right around there, the shoulder yeah. issues started to pop up. So you're yeah. still like in the beginning phases of testing it out, but you're liking the way it feels.
1: Yes, definitely, definitely. What
0: What do you think's just different about the split jerk that like didn't agree with you?
1: Uh, splits have always been weird for me, man. Like, anytime I was split, either. I would say my upper body and lower body wasn't coordinated when I did splits, you know what I'm saying, yeah, I might split and then my right leg might go a little too far to the right or a little too far to the left, you know what I mean, and then it affects my overhead position, or uh I wasn't driving hard enough, you know what I'm saying, so I was just leaving it out front, you know um and me and Glenn, we did power jerks. Um, but I don't think, I don't know. I, I guess it didn't make sense to me at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. After I started getting heavier with my split jerks and then switching to power jerks, you know what I'm saying? I definitely felt the difference in the whip, of a bar. Um, I, I used to not be able to whip the bar, but now I can
0: yeah yeah and it's it's like you can feel it more it just feels more natural to you doing that power jerk and what you're doing now is something that's very difficult to do like because i mean like like, i i'm sure any weightlifter listening right now can relate okay you can hit a certain number at the top end with your split jerk but if you want to switch to the power jerk you're gonna have to take a hit to how much weight you get to lift and that's something that a lot of people aren't willing to do so you're showing a lot of due diligence there on just buckling down and committing to the longer game of increasing the total instead of just the instant gratification right now.
1: I would say the, the, the main thing was, I just got tired of, you know, not being consistent with my jerks. Like since I started weightlifting, it's always been that way. And, I just hated it, I hated that I was so bad at jerks and didn't know why. You know, so of course yeah. it's probably because of my long arms, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's just splits splits weren't for me, you know what I mean? Maybe when I go back, it might be, but I think power jerking right now for me is the way Yeah, that's you know probably I
0: mean? where, where it's gonna be at. And who knows, maybe eventually you go back to split jerking in a few years and mm-hmm. all that work with the power jerk got your drive better Mm -hmm. and now using your legs a little bit more and then it just all connects. What's, and you know, it's, it sucks too like when you're in that situation where you can't connect with the jerk, but you're doing all this work on cleans and you're just lifting (laughs) super heavy cleans and you can never put it away on the, on the jerk. What, what are your, what are your best lifts? What's, what's best snatch, best clean and jerk. And then clean Uh, by itself.
1: Maybe my best snatch ever is seventy. Um, it was, it was with straps. I attempted 75 that same day with Glenn, and when I pulled it, it was easy. It's just my technique wasn't up to par at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was still humping the bar out instead of pulling in, you know? Um. Cleans, my best clean is 210. I did post that. And – Honestly, it was just kind of a spur of the moment thing cuz I had I hadn't been lifting and I was just doing squats and I was just getting my legs strong, you know. Um and one day I was just like I want to do some lifts, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't jerk and I couldn't really snatch, but I'll do I'll do some cleans. And I was just like kept going, kept going. I jumped from 90 to 210, you know. Wow. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's it, quite the jump now when if for anyone listening like when Addison says 90 and uh, he means 190 190 kilos yeah. when he says 210 that's 210 kilos you know like, like so Addison's not li- lifting 90 kilos this is 190 yeah. for anyone listening who doesn't understand
1: we've me and my coach Tyler we've always kind of talked about you know my leg strength and what I could clean, what I could possibly clean. Um, I've never tried to clean as much as I could jerk because it didn't really matter, you know what I mean? Um, it's just kind of a, you know, swinging contest. Yeah. Um, but, I be, we knew like two, three years ago, like 220, you know what I'm saying, is definitely possible, you know? Um, one hundred percent. Yeah, just gotta get it over here, man. Just gotta get it over here.
0: Well, I I have faith in this plan of the power jerk, and I can't wait to see two twenty go up. And it's I, I want to go back to what you said just a a minute ago that you were you know doing squats, just working on your leg strength and whatnot. And I love how like hearing that from you. You're like, oh, I'm just trying to get my legs strong. And then I look on your Instagram page and I see you squatting two seventy seven. <laughs> for a single which is 609 pounds for for people who are in the pounds and don't know kilos and then i see you do 250 for a triple with no shoes on and that's 550 pounds so it's like it's like okay like I, at what point are your
1: legs strong you know it's i guess it's it's kind of a uh i not say ego or pride thing it's just I want to be better, man. You know, I want to be better. Yeah. I want to be stronger. And you got to put in the work, you know, when you see all these amazing lifters. Like, just lately, CJ is the person that I've been watching. And, like, he did – what was it? What front squat did he do? Um, two – like, 40?
0: Yeah, something, something like that.
1: Some, something like that. That's better than my best front squat. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's ridiculous, man. You know, and so he don't know it, but it motivates me. You know, what yeah. I
0: mean? It's good to have people that that you're chasing. You know, like, and it doesn't have to be someone in your weight class. You know, it could be someone in a couple weight classes below. So, would you say he's the the top person you're kind of chasing? When you see him do something, you're like, man, I want to match that. I want to be able to do what he's doing.
1: Um, let's see, let's see. I would say yes. Uh, I watch CJ a lot for his jerks. Um, other than that, we kind of we built way just different. You know what I'm saying? Just a little yeah. different. So I definitely watch him for his jerks. Um, let's see, who else would I watch? I watch a lot of people, man. I like I just like lifting. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: And we got the time uh, now to watch so much weightlifting.
1: Yeah, man. I know Corona's. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I know. It's it's
0: got I saw you were doing snatch pulls like on your porch mm-hmm. and I saw you do some other lifts in like a parking lot, you know. Like how's yeah. that been going, just training in these different environments?
1: Uh, so it's like right outside my apartment and it's it's kind of tough because to get into my apartment, you have to go up some stairs. So we had to get all the weights and blocks out of the cars, up the stairs, into the apartment. You know what I'm saying? And then vice versa, to get down the stairs, to go outside. You know what I mean?
0: I, um, I have a lifter right now. Her name's Haley, and she's going through the exact same thing. She, yeah. has, She's up like on, on like the third floor or something. She's got to go down an elevator. She's got to take all the weights down in several mm-hmm. trips, bring the bar down, the whole thing.
1: It sucks, man. That's it the warm-up.
0: That's your warm-up. Yes. You, yes. <laughs> you move it all out there, and then then you do some lifts. Like, what do you – What are you focusing on right now for this training? Like, there might be some situations, like, where you can't drop, you know, heavy out there. I don't know if you can, but, like, what are you working on right now?
1: Um, So, I'm coming back from my shoulder injury and my knee injury. So, after that 210, I did some power cleans, like, a couple days later. And, you know, my knees had already been kind of hurting. But when I caught the power clean, I think I caught it a little wrong. And I instantly kind of, like, fell to the floor and grabbed my knee. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I couldn't squat for a good month, you know. And I'm just now able to squat and jump and do, like, hang snatches and all of that stuff without much pain, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's getting better. I'm, I'm so happy. I've just slowly been paying attention to – my body you know what i mean yeah how i how i heal um you know sleep rest eating all of that now's the time especially um but yeah just being more controlled in my lifts you know like i have the strength but the strength has i feel like contributed to some of my injuries because i am able to lift that weight with the incorrect technique you know what i mean yeah um so you now can just, I just you wanna, can just
0: get it done because you got mm-hmm. that excess strength.
1: Mm-hmm. Now I just want to be controlled, be deliberate. You know what I'm saying, and move correctly. That's that's the goal now. And then hopefully transition as I get my strength back. You
0: know? No, I think that's a great mindset to have in your training. You're you're obviously a very forward thinker. You're thinking years down the road. You know yep. 20, 2024. Yeah. And not just thinking like, all right, right now I got to put up this lift to post on Instagram or something. You know, it's uh Is that all you, or is that you and your coaches' like game plan with that mindset?
1: Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. It's weightlifting is very special to me. I would say, besides like my family members, you know what I mean. It's probably the most special thing in my life, and. I mean, I don't know how it is for other people, but it's just, I found a way, I just fell in love, you know, and yeah. I love it every day through and through, you know what I mean? Good, bad, ups, downs, and, you know, you don't find, you don't find that passion with, I mean, how many other people you know with that type of commitment to that passion or to that, you know? Yeah. Not everybody has that, but I have, you know, my, like I said, my family members, my coaches, um, Glenn, you know, Glenn is a, another big uh, contributor to that. It's just when me and him talked, he was just always so happy to coach me and watch me lift, you know, and, and push me, you know what I'm saying? He, He's the one that told me, like, hey, you're going to go to the Olympics one day. You know what I'm saying? Or, hey, you're going to do this. Hey, you're going to do this. Before then, like, I never even had it in my mind because I didn't want to get my hopes up. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Um, he had a way of looking at people, and he could just tell. You know, yeah. he, 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 he knows a champion when he sees one.
1: Right. Um, and even t- I, now, man, I don't, I don't truly believe it you know what i'm saying i don't truly believe that i am as strong as i am um and i know i'm i'm just being hard on myself it's just i won't be satisfied until i get to where i want to be you know what i mean
0: yeah i think that's a good combination to to have you know on not being satisfied ever you know you you hit that one kilo pr you instantly want another kilo you know and and then just being humble about it too and, and realizing that there's going to be good and bad ups and downs. And if, if you were going to describe it as anything, it's, a, it's like any relationship, right? Yep. You love weightlifting. If weightlifting could, it would love you back. But of yep. course, you're going to butt heads. There's going to be some days where it goes, some days where it don't, or maybe yep. weeks and months. So it's a beautiful thing. Yep. Yep. What, um, in your training now, uh, what, do you, what do you take with you Uh, that you learned from Glenn? Like, how how does your time with him carry over into what you do now?
1: Honestly, man, uh, a lot, a lot, man. It's just how our sessions went. Me and – when I came, moved to Kansas – sorry, I I had to explain that as a story. I came to Kansas, and um, I started uh, working at the base out here, and I didn't know really too many people here in, you know, Wichita, Kansas at all, like no friends. And I met Glenn and we started training. And literally he was outside of, you know what I'm saying, my girlfriend or, um, you know, people, I guess people I see at the store, like he was my only other outlet of interaction on top of how great he was. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Um, that's kind of crazy that you know you move to a town and one of your only social interactions is with one of the world's greatest coaches right
1: <laughs> it's funny man it's, it's yeah, so funny. not many people can say that um, but Glenn taught me what it means to train you know what I'm saying like how tough it is and you're you going to have to get in there and do it. That's literally what it is. You got to get in there and do it. You know, you can't... Oh, my wife is, you know what I'm saying, cheating on me and leaving me. You can't bring that to a session. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when you when you come to train, you come to train and you put your all into it.
0: You leave everything um, else
1: at the door. Right. And that's really how our sessions went. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm just as tough on myself now. Like, you know, I I'll miss whether I miss or make, I'm like, all right, I gotta do this better. You know what I'm saying? Or if I miss, I'm not, I don't get discouraged anymore. It's like, I gotta do this. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. There's no other choice.
1: And that was more of a a learn thing, you know, just being w- with him because he taught me I'm capable of more than I think I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So I carry that into how I train and then how I want to train others, you know what I'm saying? Like to push them, not to where they get beaten to the dirt, but you know what I'm saying? Just everybody needs that push. Everybody.
0: Yeah. Are you Are you looking to get into coaching?
1: Yeah, man. I'm trying to get my level one here in uh, – Probably the next week, I think I'm going to sign up for that online class.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, was just man. talking to JP Nicoletta yesterday all about it, and they've been having a lot of success with it.
1: Yeah, it's good, man. I hope hope I pass. <laughs> oh,
0: you'll, oh, you'll do fine. You'll do fine. Like <laughs> yeah. if, When you're as immersed in weightlifting as, as you are, it'll, yeah. it'll come. Because like, that's the thing, too. It's like if you were taking a class on something that you just had to take class to get a credit for, okay, right. you're not going to be that involved. But when they're talking about the hook grip and you're like, yeah, tell me all about it. I want to know about it. I yeah. want to see the diagrams, you know, like all that stuff. It's it, it's going to come really, really yep. great. Yep. Well, that's exciting. You'll have to let me know when you take that. I want to know.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes, man. I got uh, this one girl. I wouldn't say I'm I, I'm coaching her, but I've been teaching her how to lift somewhat. And she's actually getting pretty decent you know what i'm saying it's she has the mobility she said she was like a a dancer for years when she was little and i definitely see it when i started training her. you know yeah you get the athleticism you get, right you instantly tell man it's so crazy i i never knew what people thought about me until i started trying to train people you know what i mean yeah so it's
0: a, i i think it's too it's a. it's good for like lifters to kind of like be able to look at someone and mm-hmm. understand what's happening because mm-hmm. then you understand what you're trying to do too. Like mm-hmm. you, you might not get something right away that you've been working on. And then you have to all of a sudden explain it to someone else and get mm-hmm. them to do it. And you're like, Oh, I've been doing it. The not the way I've been telling you to do it. I should do it myself. And, and yep. now it makes sense. And it all, all clicks. Yep. What, uh, yep. what kind of, meets you got on the schedule like further down the road are you looking to get to the AO finals there's uh Las Vegas AO series in September I think
1: I think uh what which one September which one
0: uh September
1: is Vegas that's the
0: AO series three I think
1: Mm, I don't I won't I don't know if it's three or finals I think it might be oh it's three three yep December there's finals December is finals. See, okay, okay. Um ooh, fi- finals for sure in December. The AOs, we kind of it's kind of a pick and choose because most of the time last last excuse me, last year I competed a lot because I was trying to make Pan Am team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it hit, you know what I'm saying, my weightlifting club pretty hard because we we was taking, you know what I'm saying, five, six people. Um yeah. And hit my pocket. So competing is and it's getting more expensive, you know what I'm saying? And that's just the main part. It's just getting to the meat, you know? It's yeah, it's not you got, the lifting.
0: Yeah, it's not like the actual like the, the price of these meats are are pretty substantial. You know, I know the Arnold was like 125 but that you still got to drive out there or fly out there mm-hmm. find a place mm-hmm. to stay, feed yourself. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a big investment.
1: Um, I want to get into training more, man. It's just money, money ain't there for it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it comes down to what do, what do I think is more important? You know what I'm saying? Using my money to go to these competitions, or using my money to sustain me and training, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the that's that. I
0: think that's not a bad plan at all. Get that yeah. get that power jerk super strong. Come yes. back 2021, you know, late in the, all of a sudden out of nowhere, everyone forgot about Addison, you know. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have. They should have been looking over their shoulders cuz mm-hmm. here you come with that 220.
1: <laughs> I I don't even trip about it no more, man. It's I just I just stop, stop caring. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, I feel like it's a, it is a lot of weightlifters that have uh, a lot of exposure that they might not, they might not shouldn't have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just not speaking on anyone specific, just saying, this is an example.
0: It's, it's funny Look, you say that. Like I took years ago, I took a seminar with uh with cloak he mm-hmm. came out here to the area and did a two-day seminar with him. And one of the things he talked about was kind of that. Uh, he he used specific examples, but I won't name names. Yeah, no. <laughs> but he was talking about some of the the younger lifters in the country being overexposed and overpraised. And right. he said he said that it's he felt like it's going to erode them mentally yes. when they yes. get to the big game. Like right now yes. they're in like the juniors and and the youths and school age and stuff. But when they get to like the Olympic level, the international level, he said right. they're not going to be able to handle it because everyone is always giving them praise and and loving yep. them. and yep. But it's like, will they love you when you fail too type of thing. Right. And right. I, I guess that wasn't how it was for him. You didn't get the love and the praise until you you produced, until yep. you were standing on that podium. So, right. so you just made, re- made me remember that. That was a, a cool lecture
1: he gave. Yep. It's, and I feel like he's a he's right. You know what I mean? Like if you tell somebody they great all their life, like they're going to grow up thinking that this great person and they might not be, you know? Yeah.
0: And then what happens when the first person tells them they're not great? That's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Well, I want to talk more about competition. What, when you're in competition, what what kind of competitor are you as in, like, are you, are you quiet? Are you cerebral? Your coach is just monitoring the board and you're warming up. Is he telling you to take a lift every couple minutes? Like how, how's this go down behind the curtain?
1: Uh, okay. So me, me and taller, uh, let's see, let's see how we do this. No, I'll do this thing. If I get, I'm really bad at getting tunnel vision. That is my, what about a big downfall for me that I felt like so I have to like keep myself from getting tunnel vision because when I do I tend to um not do things not do all things correctly and especially in the list you know what I'm saying yeah um and then with like a one of my experiences with which one was that? A O three, and I was lifting with Nate. Um, Who's that? Damron? And that was no. Uh, what's what's Nate' last name? Uh, Nizi Nate. Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, can't think of I'm trying to think. <laughs> uh-huh. He another lifter. He's 102. He did – I think it was one – it was either 90 or 95 in his past competition. Not See, I know. think that's the
0: problem. You're the only 102 I follow. Everyone else, <laughs> I got I got tunnel vision. I'm like, okay. if there's other 102s? I, I didn't know that. I thought Addison was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: when I say I get tunnel vision, I tend to, like, space people out, you know what I'm saying, and not be social. And not all – all the time, that does, that's not the best thing, you know what I'm saying? And Nate showed me that, like, I enjoyed lifting with him and being with him and talking to him and competing against him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was a more fulfilling experience and more fulfilling competition than just going, putting my headphones in, and just drowning everybody and everything else out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um,
0: it's You're a little more be- immersed in the experience taking mm-hmm. those headphones out. Mm-hmm. Hearing all the other barbells hit the platform and the chatter in the back room.
1: I still keep it in. I'll just say it. I take about sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, me say about me and Tyler in the back coaching. Let's see. Uh, Tyler normally he kind of lets me do my own thing, um, unless he sees he needs to step in and intervene. Most of the time he just kind of says, "Hey, hit this." And I'd be like, all right, bet, go, hit it. You know, and I ask him how did it look. And that's our normal progression, you know what I'm saying? Um,
0: he says it looks good. You load yeah. the next weight, you sit down. He goes and looks at the board, rinse, repeat.
1: Um, he's normally paying more attention to the board um, just to watch the changes. Um, he don't really have to keep too much of an eye on me unless I get really uh antsy. When I'm really hype, I get antsy, you know, and I don't want to sit down. I just want to lift. Yeah. Uh that's about the only thing. Do you like to get
0: warm like do you like to be ready sooner or do you like to be ready right before you're about to go out? Like would you prefer to hit your last warm up and then be waiting like five, seven minutes, or do you want to be done right when you need to be done before you're gonna walk out?
1: I would say I like hitting my last lift maybe three to four minutes out, Um, maybe even five. And that's just because warming up for me is just warming up. It's just when I hit those, when I get to my top sets, I can't consistently hit those numbers if I'm too gassed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um and so I like to you know stretch, get warm, bar movement, warm up, you know what I'm saying? Hit my my numbers and then if I have a little time, I kind of like to do pulls and just, you know, little things to help me remember what to do and what not to do, you know?
0: Yeah. Are you hitting um, any pulls between attempts?
1: Uh, sometimes, sometimes they, and it depends on how tired I am or how I feel. If I'm really tired, it will be, you know, something light. But if I feel pretty good, I'll pull whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just pulling helps me know how to keep the bar, you know what I'm saying? Straight up my thighs. So I like to do it right before I lift if I'm going to do it you know yeah um, but other so you, than got, that-
0: you got an attempt to go out like it's second attempt and you're going to go in the back other guys are going out they're doing their lifts and you're going to hit a pull just to kind of grease the mm-hmm. groove a little bit for that mm-hmm. next lift
1: mm-hmm. that, that's what I found out works better for me just sitting down and relaxing does not work for me you know?
0: uh, yeah, because you like to move you like to stay active right. is right. that pull weight is that the same weight that you're going to go out and hit or is it something
1: heavier uh, most of the times it's lighter it's okay. lighter like, it's either really light like you know, 130 or 40 or um, it could be I might want to pull what I just snatched you know, without a snatch before Um, it just it all depends, on pretty much how I'm feeling that day, you know. Just depends on on the scenario, what you got to hit,
0: how it's Mm -hmm. all going. Now, when you go out there, what what happens when you enter the stage? Like you come out of the warm up room, you go through that curtain. What's going through your mind? Does anything change?
1: Um, I'm normally I'm listening to music right as I walk up to the platform, and I take them out, you know. Um, and I'll get my passes from whoever I have, feel you know, like like uh, – not passes, but uh, my good jobs or go ahead and do it from Tyler, my barbell members. Um, and I step up, chalk up, get behind the platform. I normally – I try not to step on the platform until I'm mentally ready. And then once I mentally get set, I just walk out and lift i try not to think about anything once i step on the platform besides lifting you know what i mean
0: yeah so it all goes so i I like that you don't get on the platform until you're ready to go lift that you you go around it because there's all that space yeah back there and yeah. I, I never thought about that only stepping on until you're mentally ready when did yeah. you start doing that
1: uh i my tyler told me he would always kind of preach it to me but i never took it, took it to heart, um, and then I think it was just one day, maybe like three and a half years ago. I was just like, just because just, I was, I probably was tired of missing this day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just let me just try to do this, you know, and it worked, you know. And since then, I just kept it the same way, you know. It helps me get mentally prepared. Yeah. So
0: there's more mental preparation that needs to be done than I think people think if they've never done a weightlifting meet before. What's, um, how do you, how do you deal with, with misses in a competition? Like, uh, first attempts, like what, what goes through your head when you're walking back and how, what's your interaction like with your coach? If there is one on what you need to do to get that lift done.
1: It depends. Um, I mean, anybody. Anytime I miss, of course, I feel, I don't feel good. You know what I mean? And nobody wants to miss. Um, I just try not to let it affect me to the point where it's going to mess my other lifts up or my other attempts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Yes, I'm thinking about it. Yes, I'm thinking about what to do right and what not to do. But it's it's pretty much pushed back. You know? Uh, It's a miss. It's a scratch. Keep going, do better, you know. Um, and I try to treat training the same way, just about, uh, yeah. I mean, everybody's going to miss. If you sit and harp on you missing, you're going to continue to miss, you know.
0: It's like, yep. it's like the name of the show. The barbell strikes back, you guys strike yep. back. <laughs> yep. what's, uh, yep. what's on the headphones? What's
1: the playlist like at a meet? Ooh, wee man, I'm not gonna lie. I, I listen to a lot of trap, yeah. a lot of hip hop, a lot of trap, a lot of bass, um, hi-hats, Meek Meals, Migos. It's the,
0: it's the same in training. Like is the different playlists. Mm-hmm. So same, same playlist for training same. and for yep. same, which, tra- which that makes sense. You know, like you wouldn't wear a different pair of shoes at a meet. So you might as well have the same, same jams.
1: I was trying to think what what would I even, if I would even want to listen to something different in, in comp. Well, I, I take that back. I take that back. I listen to my more, um, I would say, bass-driven music, beat music, and comp, and then in training, I kind of skip around. So I'll listen to that and I'll listen to some other things. I might listen to some Tory Lanes or some R&B or something like that. You know,
0: whatever, whatever fits the mood of the day. Mm-hmm. But most of the time it's
1: trapping hip hop. Most of the time.
0: Most time. So, Everyone, everyone's got their, you know, their favorites. And it's like, yeah. I know, like I'll listen to this exact same album every single time yeah. if I can yeah. get away with it. But then other people complain. So <laughs> it's what happens <laughs>
1: I'm what, tired of listening to that.
0: <laughs> so I, uh, how are you adapting, you know, lifting without any training pa- partners right now? So I'm assuming when um, you're lifting at the gym, you got other people around you. Like, is the music the thing that's motivating you other than like the goals and what you're trying to accomplish? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely a motivator. especially because even when I take my glasses off, so I'm very blind. If I took my glasses off, I could probably see let me see my hand. Probably like this far.
0: Oh, I know that life. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exact so, same way.
1: When I lift, and I don't have my glasses on, I can't see anybody. I don't see anything. I just lift and listen to music. You know, so wait, oh, kinda... You're Wait, you're training without the glasses on? Yeah. I I don't know if I could do that. I think I'm gonna try it oh, out. You gotta try it, man. I thought I thought the same thing that it'd be weird, but honestly, I think it's a it might be a superpower. Really? I'm serious, man, cuz when like when you can't see, you use your other senses, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I I want to say even when in weightlifting like you can feel I think I feel more when I don't have my glasses on. Just cuz I know, focus come, more. come
0: to think of it, you know, that makes a lot of sense like I never put two and two together that when I've seen you lift you know, like uh, uh, in competition, you're not wearing your glasses. And uh, then now, and then when you go in the back, you got your glasses on. I always I, I assumed like maybe you got contacts in or something like that. So you're going out there and you can't see anything.
1: Like it doesn't nobody. even
0: matter how many people are out there in the crowd, Ooh. things like that. You're just seeing it's, it's probably just a blur and lights yep. and yep. everything.
1: Wow. I All can't right. even. Most of the time I can't even see the clock. My toddler has to call out. So if it's, if the clocks are ticking down to like 10 seconds, um, cause I have a long setup. He'll be like, Hey, 10 seconds, five seconds. Cause I can't see it most of the time. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: No, I'm have. in, I'm going to try it right now. I'm lifting in a closet at my apartment building. So a
1: closet. Oh, yeah. Like,
0: oh. I, yeah. I asked them, I'm like, Hey, can I have a spot to lift? And they gave me a little patch. So mm-hmm. uh, anything we got to do to get it done, but I'm going to try that. I'm going to try not to wear my glasses while I lift. Cause sometimes they fall off your face. Mm-hmm. things like that and I, I just never thought of it
1: that never occurred to me to not use them it might be weird at first because you're so used to like feeling with your, I would say with your eyes you know what I'm saying um yeah. like with peripheral vision and things like that but when you don't you just you're basically staring off in a space and then that's when I feel out all of my tension you know like get ready to go lift
0: and then you just move Mm -hmm. no i i am pumped look at all the things we're learning on the podcast here if you wear glasses and you're blind like we are take those glasses off i'm 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 pumped i'm ready to try this out
1: harrison doesn't lift glasses either
0: oh you know i see these are the things you don't notice like you just Mm -hmm. you just you see these guys and you just assume you know Mm -hmm. that we're in we're in contacts
1: he might wear contacts. I don't know. I haven't talked to him personally, but I see him in his glasses all the time. So I assume he doesn't wear contacts. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, I'm going to try it out. So what do you got on, on tap for today, Addison, for training?
1: Uh, Today I am going to do some snatches, clean jerks, and I might try to do pools because I don't have a squat rack. Um, just some pulls just to keep my leg generally strong. Um, keep out oh, so when I say you're on my shoulder, right? So for a long time, man, I've been trying to figure out figure out what was wrong with it. And I've been watching Squat Club, you know what I'm saying, for the past couple of weeks. And they put uh who was it? They put uh was it was his name? Daryl. Daryl and who was the other person? Jerome, and they had almost identical, sorry, man, yeah, I see. almost had identical symptoms that I had about my shoulder, so I've, I've taken from, you know what I'm saying, the episode, Thank shout out to them, and just been using exercise and doing the exercise, and they've been helping a lot, man, a lot.
0: And this is uh, an, uh, an Instagram or YouTube channel called Squat Club. Mm-hmm. Squat Club.
1: If you ain't follow, follow.
0: Yeah, follow Squat Club. Get fix those shoulders and those those achy joints that just come with Mm -hmm. being a weightlifter, and maybe accept a little bit too.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. Just bar bar pattern movement. You know what I mean. That's really the goal for today. You can't really lift too heavy just because it sucks to take all of the weights out of the house. You know to be. And then I can't. It's certain movements that I can't just do yet with certain weight, you know. Yeah, um, it's gonna take a little so more time. Yeah, just more slow process, but I ain't never quitting, you
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. I I hope you have a great training session today. You know, I am glad I got a chance to catch up with you and and see how you're doing. Uh, have a great training session, you know. I, I was it's funny I was I was um. I was doing pictures for Glenn's book, which uh, that's, um, that's, that's, it's done, which is exciting. Nice. And I saw your pictures and, you know, like I was just remembering that day when, when we uh, out there um, at, at Mac barbell in yeah. McPherson, Kansas, when we were taking those photos and that was quite the day, it was super yes. hot. Yes. So like I, I flew into McPherson, Kansas to do photos for Glenn Penley's book and Glenn had Addison there as one of the models. And it was, uh, we had a photographer there and the photographer was a kid who, from like the local college who, he wasn't a professional, so he didn't really know what to do. So he was kind of just winging it with all of his equipment and whatnot. And then we just kind of jumped right into it. Like there was no briefing meeting, like, okay, Addison's gonna take these photos, Nikki's gonna take these, Chris is gonna do those. Uh, It it was just all of a sudden we started, you know, in, in typical Glenn fashion. You know, yep. you had a bar in your hands and we're doing good mornings, we're doing panda poles. Remember the panda pole? Uh, fiasco. I hate
1: that he, he was making me stay in that stagnant position for like 15, 20 seconds, man. Yeah. The next day I was so sore. You're not used to that. You know what I'm saying? Being in that yeah. static position for that long. Well, it was yeah, a, it was a
0: full day of photography. And you had like 70 kilos in your hands or on your back and you're like hunched over in a good morning. And he's like trying to mold your body too. So it's like, like, so he's like just like pushing down on your lower back and trying to lift your chest. And then he's like hitting your back. He's like arch your back. And you're like, it is arched. It is arched. (laughs) But it's like, but it's also, it's like he is dark. So he can't see that well. So he, so you're like telling him it's arched and, and he, you know, he, He's adamant it wasn't. That was, that was quite the day.
1: Oh man, man, I miss Glenn. Yeah.
0: I oh, know. the mem- the memories. I know. I think about him every day. Yep. Yep. What was um, what what was it like continuing training after after that? Like that first session, first session back. Not the one at the camp. I mean, now you're on your own, and then you're going into a meet. You know, and obviously you can't talk to your mentor. Like how how'd you move past that?
1: Um I would say for one, Tyler. He helped me through it because I talked to him a lot, you know what I'm saying? We he's 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 my pretty much, you know what I'm saying? My older brother. Like we I, I feel like he's family, you know. Yeah. And we talked and just tried to Get through it because it was just a lot of emotional, you know, trauma and strain. Because not only, you know, was Glenn this like I said earlier this great person that I didn't have much interaction outside, but I had to watch this man die. You know what I mean? And that's that's hard. It's hard. You know, you 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 instantly think, what could I done differently? What could I said differently? You know. Um, and all of you know and you I don't want to be too sappy but again you I watched them go through pain you know and it's, it doesn't feel good it didn't no. feel good in sessions at, either you know and
0: it's it's like many people don't pro- or probably don't realize or maybe they haven't heard but like he was still going to the gym to, to train yes. you you know yeah, he's on, uh, medication he's in pain from the cancer and he's, you know, he's stubborn. He's like, yep. I got to get to the gym. Addison's lifting. Yep. I got to be there. And yep. it just that just shows how much he loved weightlifting and how much he loved you.
1: Yep. I won't, I remember we were sitting in his house, and this was this was the day. This day, I knew that it was getting really progressive. It was like he couldn't his calves. And his lower bottom like swole up to the size of my quads, you know what I mean? Oh. And they had to get him some compression socks and it was just painful for him to walk. And I think that's when Donnie, Donnie was coming over too. Um But yeah, it's just it was of the good time, man. But training, back to what I was saying. Training after it wasn't easy either. Um I put out a post, it was on my story a while ago, and I, it was like a 162 snatch, and I mean, maybe to everybody else it looked okay, but to me it looked like, sorry, it looked like crap, and I know on that day, because I was back home in Mississippi, like, I was just going through the motions, like, um, I, I wasn't in a good place mentally, I don't believe, you know, and yeah. I saw that in my lifts, you know um but i i couldn't you i couldn't give up i couldn't what how can i give up when this man and gave almost everything for me you know what i'm saying you know
0: it's just yeah 100% and that that's how i was you know yep. give you the the shirt off his back if you needed it and yep it was yeah. um he he was you know he he was like a whirlwind in your life, you know, yep, I think everyone who knew him could could probably say that you know he was stubborn, passionate, vocal, yep. funny, yep. generous,
1: uh, all of the above <laughs> all the above, man, all the above. They loved barbecuing food oh yeah, you gotta eat yep he said i was, he used to tell me when i was uh I was shot doing these competitions with him. He used to call me fat, and he'd be like, "Yeah, don't eat." He's telling me not to eat, and then somebody made the comment. I was like, "I ain't never heard him telling somebody not to eat." <laughs> I guess I was eating too much.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's how you know when when you're too fluffy is when <laughs> when when he's telling you, "All right, now it's time to stop. Put down a fork." Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah.
1: I oh. was strong though, man. It was killing it, killing it. I think that was when I was doing like 200 and doubling 190 you know what i mean i had to eat to keep the weight on you
0: know? yeah well it's yeah. Uh, i mean i know from seeing you train in person you know in that gym it was like a sauna like there's no fan there's no air conditioning this is in kansas in like august september yep. so it was hot. super hot just standing there you're pouring sweat and you know you'd you'd be, you were always doing like doubles and triples. I feel, you know, like, yep. I don't know if I ever saw you do singles in person. You know, this is uh, you'd hit it and he'd watch you. And we, would if you, you could it, tell if, if you were taking a little too much time to get on that second rep, you know, he'd make a noise.
1: Those, those were the days where I said, I learned what training was about because man, it was I hate it. At that time I I loved weightlifting, but I hated going to train because it was that intense. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it was um, hard. Like we did you did the photo shoot and then yeah. you trained after a full yeah. full on training session. You know, yeah. it wasn't that you just got to go home and I think I think you were going for a PR that day on something. Yeah. Like a yeah. one or two kilo PR on yeah. maybe a snatch double or a clean double. I don't know if I saw you two uh, jerks, can't remember. It was something.
1: I think it was I think it was snatch. I think it was a snatch. Maybe it was like a triple or something like that. But yeah. That yeah. was Yeah, man. He definitely taught me what, what training was about. It's tough. It's tough, man.
0: And that's why we love it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, Addison, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, where can people follow
1: you? Uh follow me on Instagram at AL underscore S Jones or look me up on Facebook, Addison Jones. Um yeah.
0: And and keep your eyes open at the next big meet. You know, once the world gets back to normal, see Addison lifting some big weights. Uh for everyone listening, make sure you follow the barbell strikes back on Instagram. If you'd like, follow James A. McDermott on there as well. And if you have time, go on to Apple Podcast leave a five-star rating and a friendly review, or maybe even some feedback. All feedback is good. That's how we grow. Uh, Addison, thank you so much for coming on. It's been great to no talk problem,
1: to you guys. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks.